I'm Nick. I'm Drew. I'm Adam. And I'm Eric. And you're listening to The Archive. Hey guys, this is our ever-growing library of everything. Wow. One hour at a time. To another fantastic episode of the archive. Drew, are you going to say your usual thing you say about uh, guests to our guest? I certainly was, um, but why don't you say it since you're so freaking uh, anx- Trigger anxious happy. about it? I, I have no, I have no. He he can't saying he, that. He can't. Um, he can't legitimately. He wasn't going to let me say fall, Drew. So I mean. <laughs> He's like, um, he, he doesn't want will, to introduce I, me. He doesn't I will, want to I will ask our guests to please not speak <laughs> until oh, until they are introduced. Fine. Um, yeah, I'd like to learning stuff, start <laughs> please, <laughs> please do not me, speak. Like, give me a give me like do this or something if you literally don't want me like coming in and being snarky please do not speak otherwise. please do not speak until you are introduced i'd like sure. to introduce our <laughs> guest archivist for this episode eric do you mind if i use your last name uh no go ahead and do it eric salitza yeah, it's Salitza, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Drew knows better. He's just being Drew. Welcome, Eric. Okay. Uh, this is Thank a long you. time. I think I think when we started the archive, there was right. talk of having you on as a guest for when this specific topic. 1967. Yeah, 1967. Uh, yeah, I, I had my punch cards. and yeah. summer of ready to, I was going to feed the punch card in, and yeah. we were going to do the recording. But now that we're ending the archive, I felt like we should finally get you, uh, get you right. Yeah, hey, right. So that's that's. I guess that's a show matter. Uh, yeah, that, kind that of Eric, place here, but Eric is fine. our guest. Well, thank you. In the in the preparatorium, we usually do two things: show matters and read comments. Uh, our show matter this 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 week is that uh, well, two of them actually. Um, as we've said, offset in the last uh, few weeks, but in case you have not listened to any of this awesome spooky month episodes, uh, this is the last season of the archive. Um, I think John's already jumped ship. He's out. I think he's already. Are we going to bring every episode down at the beginning of it, announcing that we're killing yeah. this? Okay. Hopefully. Yeah. Good. Um, I really, I just are, want to bring the hosts down. <laughs> that's that's done and done. Uh, the other thing is uh, we have an awesome uh, guest archivist today. Um, please don't speak until you are introduced. I already introduced uh, him. Oh, feel free to speak whenever you feel like it. And he gave you the chance to say that, and you turned it down. I don't remember any of this. Um, it's very well other, organized. Everything so far. The other thing we do here is we read comments, and every week I usually, I typically ask. Hey John, do you have any comments? But I'm 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 sick of that because John's never here. So uh, yeah. I will I will ask. Hey fellas, and there are no movies. There are no movies for him to just say every single one is awful either. So that's true. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, do we have any comments? Yes. Yes. We have one comment. Uh, yeah, well, it's more than last week. This is our a comment from Mike Westfall. <laughs> Mike Westfall. Yeah. And uh, Mike commented on the superstitions episode. Uh, and he says, is your last episode going to be before or after Christmas? Asking for a Bible friend. <laughs> I would assume after Christmas. So I figured, you know, well, I, I don't want to get. <laughs> we will we, see. I love Adam's like, I would assume. Adam assumed it was going to be like five years from now. Yeah, Adam thought Adam thought the season would last for another five years. Um, no, I just so, thought we would just finish up everything we wanted to talk about and not have any sort of predetermined cutoff date. That would be more natural. Well, that, that's the whole point. Organic. Is having a predetermined... <laughs> we'll never end if it's organic. That's not true. Or, or it'll end and no one will know because we'll organically stop recording. Well, that's going to happen anyway, so... Um, and John has already left the show. Um, <laughs> John's sorry. already out, so... The uh, So there's another I, show... So wait, are you saying that I am um, cousin cousin Pat or whatever his name was on the Brady Bunch? Am I oh. in here to try and keep oh, yeah. it going? For... You're the yeah. baby. You're, yeah. You're, you're, um... yeah, and I, am I Leo DiCaprio? I'm yes. growing pains yeah. and I am you're trying Pucci. to keep it... For, yeah, yeah, another two to three seasons of just... Yeah. Awful dreck. Um, awesome. Th- so that comment does lead me to another show matter. Um, okay. I'll, I'll allow it. And and we we had said that if Faces, Osriel, oh, yeah. Lord of the Underdark, or whatever the heck his name is these days, if he didn't comment by this episode we would have to render his comment streak over. Now, um, can I, uh, on his behalf, and, I, and this is not uh, due to nepotism or anything, I'm going to uh, toss out what's happening, and I'll let you Well, decide. before you do, before you do, before yes. you do, I would like to, in the spirit of, of, you know, what's happening right now in our nation, I want to put it to a vote Ooh. Uh, for... All archivists and guest archivists, archivists currently on this. I have a rejection. Stop counting. <laughs> Stop counting. <laughs> Nick wins. Well, that's that's the vote. Do we continue? Do we allow him to streak, or do we do we say How no streak? How long is the streak so far? I need I, I need a bit of background. It's up to twelve or thirteen. It's up to twelve or thirteen. Right. Yeah. Right. I say let the streak ride. Yeah. Uh, Adam? I, I gotta go last. Okay, Eric? I'm gonna let it ride, too. I'm gonna... I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm gonna say let it ride if he comments by the next time we, re- we you know, report. You Three strikes, you're out. Exactly. Yeah. Three strikes. That's a baseball I, I can get behind, so... Um, I know he's having problems with his phone right now. So that's, I think that's many, I many on, ways but... to access the internet, not just through a phone, lots of other devices. You, you, you I'm think sure that, you think that They're lying around the house. <laughs> yes. yes. I will, I will, uh, pass the message along. Let him know this is, this yeah, is your Drew, last are chance. You, are you tucking in your shirt right now? 
No. Yeah. Do you need to? Do you need yeah, to like no, lay just... back and do that? Or. Wow. <laughs> okay. Oh. That's it. Did That's anyone all get comments. a screen grab? Right. Everybody'll <laughs> be like, "What?" They have to. When they listen to this four years from now, they're not going to get the callback. No, they won't get any of these jokes. Right. But it's not funny usually anyway. So. All right, that's all the show manners. That's all the comments. Uh, would you guys like to join me in the archive for tea time? Ding 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 James Bond, Jason Bourne, Jack Bauer, Jack Bristow, Jonas Blaine, and now J- Joe Biden. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Who's Jonas Blaine? Uh, Jonas Blaine is from the unit. It's it's that guy that was also in 24 and the Allstate commercials. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, James Bond we're talking about today uh, seemed to kick off uh, the initials JB as being the the ultimate thing for manly men who shoot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know what? I'm going to get right into it. I want to tell you about the history, the history of James Bond. Of James Bond. <laughs> Wow. Nice. Yeah, we're we're moving what fast you, today. I don't trust what, you. What guys. are you gonna do that? I, <laughs> right now. Okay. <laughs> so in World War Two, Ian Fleming in the Navy, he turns to his friend and he says, I'm going to write the spy story to end all spy stories. Cut and he to wrote Chi Chi Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. Adam. <laughs> yeah. Adam. Nineteen fifty two. Wait, pause. Yeah. I'm fine if you eat while we record, <laughs> but please do not speak with food in your mouth while we record. <laughs> I can cut out the the eating. <laughs> All right, sorry. Uh, a few short years later, he purchased some land in Jamaica that he called the Golden Eye Estate, and started working on his first novel, which became Casino Royale. Uh, he planned for this character to be, uh, he wanted him to be kind of an every band, somebody who was a little bit boring. He was trying to think of a name for him and wanted that to be a little bit boring too. Um, so he looked over and there was a book on his shelf that was, uh, 
the field guide to birds of the west indies yeah yeah written by james bond Mm. and he was like that's a boring name and he went with that um the character itself is based a lot on people that he knew during service. He worked in naval intelligence himself. He based it a little bit on his brother. Uh, and then there were three other guys that were noted, and I just like their names, so I'm going to read them to you. Conrad O'Brien French, with two Fs. <laughs> Patrick Dalzeljob, and Bill Biffy Dunderdale. No, no. Yep. <laughs> wow. That, yeah. Um, Bell so yeah. yeah, he put out Casino Royale in '53. It was kind of popular, but it started picking up as he started putting out more movies and then, or more uh, books rather. Books, yeah, and and then in 1954, CBS paid him a thousand dollars to adapt Casino Royale for an episode of an hour-long anthology series called Climax for American audiences. So huh. this featured secret agent Jimmy Bond <laughs> <laughs> and several of the characters that you're now familiar with. But um, but then, yeah, uh, over the next few years, he kept, kept putting things out. And 1962, um, the first feature film was made by Eon Productions, which was Dr. No, and went on to become a massive... Uh, film franchise on the wikipedia it actually says that adjusted for inflation it's the number one film franchise but i i'm not sure i i have to think that marvel has beaten them by now and maybe that's a little bit outdated i assume it's hmm. avatar actually Whew. <laughs> no come on i don't know i mean it's what 20 that's not a franchise yet yeah it's coming 17 movies Here right we go. <laughs> um but yeah, real fast, Eric, our guest. What's your relationship <laughs> to James Bond? Why why did you want to be involved in this? Um, I just I used to just really like watching his movies. I grew up um in the Roger Moore era of it, and a lot of them I saw most of them on HBO with my dad. He'd be watching them, and he was telling me stuff about him and. I actually started in Moonraker. That was okay, the first wow. one I saw. So I was introduced to the over-the-top Roger Moore, and the whole movie just, I mean, they threw everything they possibly could into that one because uh, they were trying to ride the uh, Star Wars right? You know, thing going yeah. on. So they, I, I mean, that was my baseline. I just thought it was really cool. I liked that there is this guy who could do no wrong, basically, and he always had really cool gadgets and cars and clothes and girlfriends and just <laughs> all of it was really neat. When And it was neat to see that compared to boring Illinois. When everyone else was going as Luke Skywalker for Halloween, were you going as Moonraker James Bond? <laughs> uh, I, I think he was like 55 at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, oh, yeah. He was starting to get up there. Um, no, I never did actually uh, dress as James Bond or anything. I was, so I was always much more of like a math and science nerd type person. I wasn't one that got too much into like costumes and stuff when I was younger like that. Um, I was the one reading my 
my grandpa had a ton of National Geographics, and I was looking at, like, maps and things happening in countries and stuff. So I always sounded like I was in my 40s, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Nick, you may, if you're already going to ask this, you can stop me, but I was just going to see, Eric, if is is Roger Moore your favorite Bond, or is that, you know? Yes, I would say he is, because I... loved that that's the style i was used to i saw that and then for your eyes only which originally was supposed to be next uh that was you know really serious one it moved to um and that one i remember i saw in hbo probably 20 30 times um but i really yeah i i loved roger moore's just kind of i don't know uh 70s like Mm -hmm. 70s and 80s just i'm bigger than everything and kind of a over the top with the jokes and the puns and everything that's my yeah then then i came back and saw sean connery next and stuff and so you know i i was too young at the time to get like the whole 60s culture around it and everything that i once i started reading about all of it and watching them older then I could appreciate him more. Yeah. Um, and Brosnan well, in the 90s just. I, I want to awesome slow you down a little bit. We're yeah. going to go through each one of the Bonds. I'm sorry. Yeah. Want... Oh, no, no. But I don't want you to say the names of the movies yet because we're going to play a quick game of Alistination. Alistination. <laughs> Yep. Oh boy. All right. So, uh, you I got know. the movies pulled up here. Can I read them off? No. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> shut. Shut your computers. <laughs> you had to go off memory. We've already mentioned a few of them. Um, we're gonna go around. We're gonna start with you, Eric. Then Adam. Then Drew. And name one of the movies. And if you can't name one, you're out. Okay. Okay. Uh, Doctor No. From the beginning. Did Adam? we already start? Who's next? Uh, Octopussy. True. My turn? Yes. <laughs> Casino Royale. Uh, which one? The latest one. Okay. Yeah, is this only canon movies? Uh, Great well, question. I'm, I'm, they don't have to be the Eon production ones. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Any feature film starring the character James Bond. Okay. All right. Uh, Eric. Oh, yeah, it is back to me, isn't it? Um, for your eyes open. Okay. Uh, Corn of Solace. Good. I don't think Corn of Solace was a movie, but I'll go with, uh, <laughs> Goldeneye. Great. Is it just... Are you, okay, you're not doing them then, right? No, because I do have them um, in front of me. Let's see. From Russia with Love. Uh-huh. Skyfall. Um, I don't think Scott Fall was a movie, but I'll say... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, maybe, I'll say maybe you start finger. eating the food again. You, right. You're actually... I could understand you better during the food eating. It makes sense. <laughs> I'm like... Scuttle? What? It's actually not surprising Scuttle? the slightest that you're saying. Shuttle? Shuttle. No, I, I don't so think shuttle. I did say uh, Goldfinger. Goldfinger. 
Um, is it me again? Uh, you only live twice. Mm hmm. Moonraker. Yep. Oh. Um, on Her Majesty's Secret Service? That's correct. And I am going to make you say them exactly. <sighs> yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, diamonds are forever. Yep. Uh, Spectre. Yes. Um, tomorrow never dies? There is not a question mark. Drew, you're out. Dog. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I concede. Uh, me again. Uh, and then... Trying to do them in order. Live and let die. I think I skipped a. I think I skipped the Shad Connery one there. He's dead. Adam. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow never dies. Definitively, okay. no question mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will accept it. Right, the man with the golden gun. Yep. Um. Set already. Uh, oh, I know which one I missed. Okay. Uh, Probably his biggest one. <laughs> Die another day? Yes. Uh, what did I say? The man with the golden gun, so the spy who loved me. Yep. I'll go with. Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. <laughs> and we have a winner. Uh, Eric, can, just real fast, how yeah. many can you name off the top of your head that, uh, that's left? So it'd be, oh, that's left. I uh, missed Thunderball. Yep. Uh, the one that, that was embroiled in stuff is Never Say Never Again, the other non-canon one. Yes. Um, let me see. Then we got all the way through to more. Um, we did Moonraker for your eyes only. Octopus, you have you to a kill. Then it is after you to a kill, you go into um, oh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Tim Timothy Dalton. Uh, his are the Living Daylights and uh, License to Kill. Did anybody say that one yet? No. And then That's the one get, I was trying to think of. Okay, then you wait a long time, then you have Pierce, and Pierce was Goldeneye, we said. Uh, tomorrow never dies, then the world is not enough, then die another day. Then you switch over to... Um, Damn. Craig, Daniel Craig. So you got, let's see, we're his in order. Casino Royale. Um, oh God, what was his second one? Was Quantum of Solace the second? Yeah. 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 God, that one was awful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, Spectre after that? No, no, no. No, no you no, lose. No. I, uh, yeah, Skyfall, <laughs> then Spectre. Skyfall, then Spectre. Uh, yeah, no, that's impressive that you can go through them uh, from the beginning. Yeah. like in I order. used to know them really well. Yeah. But... Um. So yeah, let's let's go back to the beginning. Let's talk about Sean Connery. Um, 
Uh, this was the piece. the movie, and yeah, the reason we're talking about him this uh, series this week is because Sean Connery recently passed. Sir Sean Connery, big ass. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Sir, wife beating Sean Connery recently passed. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. R.I.P. <laughs> If Adam's going to give him respect, <laughs> yeah. we have to be fair and show both sides of it. Yep. <laughs> I actually didn't know that, so I feel kind of crappy. Uh, uh, yeah, not only that, but... Vocal proponent he... of slapping. Yes, he gave a... a... Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Oh, Adam is like, oh, slapping? That's not voice feeding. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, he, he literally told uh, Playboy uh, in a 1965 interview that, like, yeah, I mean, if a woman's being crazy, that's what you do. Like, it's a last resort. <laughs> I, I I do remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, watch any one of his movies, and you will <laughs> you see yeah. that regularly. Um. But yeah, this the Doctor No was the movie that broke him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> out as a star. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> um. It was actually just kind of a mild success, but then uh, From Russia with Love came after that, and that was one of the first big blockbusters. Like, um, made like eighty million dollars off a two million dollar budget. Wow! Have you guys? I know, and Eric, have you seen them all? Yes. Okay. Have you guys seen what? What's your James I've seen, Bond? I've seen a smattering of like I've seen a couple. Of the Sean Connery ones, I think I've seen parts of Moonraker, um, oh, and you then watch all of Moonraker. I've seen for the glory that it is. <laughs> I think I saw. I definitely saw Goldeneye, and then the next one after that, and then I've the seen. Um, no, tomorrow never dies. Tomorrow never dies. Yeah, I've seen the first three Daniel Craig ones. Adam? I've seen all the Daniel Craig ones. And is that it? <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's cool. I've seen bits and pieces of, of, as you know, being, you can't not see bits and pieces of some of the other movies. Yeah. But I've never actually seen any other James Bond movie from credits to credits. Oh, and I've seen most of James Bond Jr. Okay, good. I've seen a lot of James Bond Jr., yes. I, I, I want... The majority of this episode to be on James Bond Jr. Actually, so now that we've gotten through the <laughs> shitty part, let's just get right. into it. Right, um, and, and will will we be covering James Pond? The uh, I think is <laughs> there, yeah, there is. Uh, there actually is another podcast about that game. There's okay. that. There's a, there's an Italian movie too that a guy. I think he got James Bond in the title, and it's made off of it, and it's horrible. There's a uh, lot of weird uses of the name well, and property. Yeah. Yeah. James Bond was, of course, the Sega Genesis game mm-hmm. where you played as a fish version of James Bond. Mm-hmm. No, there, there actually is a whole episode of How Did This Get Played about that game. And it, oh, okay. It's terrible, so check that out it's, instead of listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> I will say if anybody wants to watch any of the movies, if you have a DVD player, get the DVD box sets, um, which you can, at this point, you can find them where you can rent them free at most libraries, but they 
are a work of love and they mm. went each one has all the uh, menu screens and everything are themed to each movie there nice. i mean they even had like splash open uh, splash screen openings and stuff that are these long things that kind of get you in the mood of the movie cool. and then uh they have tons of his historical and background notes and and behind the scenes and stuff and i mean they just went nuts it was the what was it the 50th maybe that they did that on hmm. but that that is the best way to watch any of those movies yeah i i made the terrible mistake of buying them all like the whole collection digitally on xbox and then mm. literally a week later they put them all on hulu and yeah yeah so you can also <laughs> check them out there if you don't want to get the extras yes but that sounds cool yeah um yeah, when I was a kid, my dad had all of the James Bond movies recorded off of television on VHS in his workshop. Oh, awesome. Along with all the Sherlock Holmes movies, hmm. uh, which were like BBC. Um, mm -hmm. So whenever I was like having a sick day or something, I would just watch those over and over again. Uh, so I, I don't know if I've seen them all because I don't remember half of them, but since I repurchased them i've been going back in and checking out old ones but roger moore is actually my era that i don't go to very much uh so i'm glad that's your favorite um i think uh it reminds me of like snl where whatever there's a point in your life that if you start watching james bond at that becomes your favorite you know yeah so for me it was pierce brosnan because i was just I like him a lot, but his, I feel, don't stand up anymore because no, it was so much. They're, yeah, I mean, and and to their to their um, uh, credit, devil, yeah, credit, devil's advocate. Um, if you if you watch the DVD ones that have the background on it, they were very cool for their time because they went into all the animators and all the CGI of it. They're like, we finally now have this power in computing. Mm -hmm. that we can do stuff so they threw everything they could in those i mean that's when they totally redid the theme and they go into how they made all that and stuff and yeah i remember when i watched them i was like this is the neatest thing ever this stuff we could do with computers and now it's like um i i know a lot of I'll, i don't know if all of you have art backgrounds but when you look at like the old stuff you did and maybe graphic design that you're like oh my god yeah. Oh, yeah. Why did I throw great, you know, gradients everywhere and all this just stuff all <laughs> over and stuff? And that at the time you're like, this is so neat. That's how I feel about his. Uh, they just went nuts by, oh, the world is not enough. They started yeah. just going way over the top with them. Yeah. Who's the one with with which is the browser one with Christmas something or other? That's the world that's is not enough. Christmas Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I get that, oh, that and horrible. Tomorrow Never Dies mixed Tomorrow up. Tomorrow Never Dies one. is the one with the paper where um, it's the guy okay. from Jumping Jack Flash. Jonathan Price. Uh, yes, Johnson, yeah. Jonathan Price. Mm. And he's trying to uh, take over the... I forget what he's doing in that he, one. He has that big ship and he's well, that's, trying that's, to control the news. I remember yeah, that part about so, it. Like a lot of the movies um, are very dated and the... The criminals in them are doing things that are very of the time. And that's one of them that is, but also still holds up today. And in hindsight, kind of feels like 
more significant. Like mm-hmm. at the time, it seemed a little bit silly. I think for this media mogul to be dominating yes. the news, but now it's just like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, that's, that's every day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's the one that I came closest to seeing the whole thing. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> now I remember loving that one when I saw it in the movies, um, and just loving every aspect about it and stuff and thinking yeah every single thing they were doing on screen and i had watched uh pierce brosnan in um uh god i could never think of name remington seal um which he was actually going to be after he was going to be the one after um more roger moore uh and he was ready to do it and then remington steel called him back in on his license and they did a last season that is horrible. Wait, uh, wait. The, I I got to interrupt because there's like a little bit more to that story. He it was the I think fourth or fifth season that they did, canceled Remington Steel and mm-hmm. yes. opened him up, and so um, yes, you had, are right. Yes, yeah. So they had been um, Dalton was planning to do a third one, but now that uh, Brosnan was open up, they offered it to him. And he was that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's been years. I might be a little off on my trivia of stuff. So please correct me if I am. But well, the crazy thing is that the people who ran the producers of Remington Steel tried to negotiate with the producers of James Bond, uh, Mm -hmm. Albert Broccoli. Everybody has a great (laughs) name. Um, Yes. He goes by Cubby. He's Albert Cubby Broccoli. So they wanted to have. They wanted to bring back Remington Steele, but only if he was in James Bond. And the Bond producers were like, no, 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 no. Okay. We'll, that's we'll, how... we'll take him if Remington Steele is over, but we don't want them coexisting together. And they had a 60-day period where they could re-up their contract. On, on the 60th day at 6.30, they okay. let uh, Pierce Brosnan know that he was coming back for another season. And wow. they had to mm-hmm. let him go. He was mad, too, because they've interviewed him about it, and he's like, I was all ready to be in this, and then I had to come back for that. And you can tell in the – it was an abbreviated season, and they did, like, all these – I think it was Night of the Week movies originally. Hmm. And you could tell he's just – he checked out. Yeah. He did not want to be doing any yeah. of that. But That's he crazy. really did – I mean, I loved his because he – James Bond was gone at that point. It was dead right. after uh, Timothy Dalton. And then he came in and really breathed new life into the franchise. And just his savoir faire and it, the, you know, everything about him was perfect for that time in the 90s to uh, do his set of movies. Admittedly, I was pretty drunk, I think, when I watched that movie. So, ah, well, there asleep. you go. <laughs> yeah, so I. I think of James Bond as Pierce Brosnan, and he's one of the more smooth ones. The um, Roger Moore smooth ones? Uh, well, he's not as silly as Roger Moore. <laughs> he doesn't miss that too well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but when uh, Daniel Craig got cast for him, the first thing I thought was, like, this is a terrible pick. Like, the things that I'd seen Daniel Craig in, he just seemed, like, too gruff, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Um, and it wasn't until later that I learned that Ian Fleming's original version of him was just a uh, a slab of a man that uh, Daniel Craig is actually pretty perfect mm-hmm. for it. 
Um, but yeah, then... yes, Timothy Dalton played his very close to the books, and they didn't it didn't work for him because yeah. he is, yeah the books are he is like that he's not what you see in kind of Roger Moore. Pierce Brosnan was good because he was a middle ground out of all that I think yeah um but let's let's go back I was going to try to keep us in order and now of course we're going to jump around <laughs> but I, uh Connery did what six of them um I think before nine, not not consecutively right well, the, yeah, yes. that's the thing. He did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to scroll to it. Where did it go? So um, he did Doctor No from Russia with Love, uh, Goldfinger, then then Thunderball. It's Thunderball fourth, and then uh, You Only Live Twice. Then it was um, what's it, the Australian guy? Lazenby. Uh, yeah, George yeah, Lazenby. And uh, then they said you didn't. It didn't do well because he was supposed to take it again, and and. That's how they kind of brought him in. It's John Connery back in for uh, Diamonds Are Forever. Uh, well, no, actually, they came out consecutively. They came out in the same year just uh, – no, no. no. I'm, I'm, no, no, no. no. You're Thunderball I'm and, of, or uh, uh, Octopussy and, and uh, Never Say Never, Never, Say Never Again. Again. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I'm sorry. So, yeah, they got Lazenby. Connery was he sick of it. He did six canon ones and one yeah. non-canon, yeah. Yeah. Um, Eric, have you seen the documentary about Lazenby on Hulu? No, I don't think I've seen that one. Unless right. it was... I mean, I've seen ones that he's been in and talked about stuff. It's it's just, just on him. It's called Becoming Bond. If I can say anything I don't think I did. to you <laughs> and to our listeners... <laughs> and you can. And to Drew and Adam. So did I cover our ears? Or... Uh, no, no. <laughs> I don't. I'm not here today to recommend a James Bond movie. You guys have had enough time to go through the James Bond movies. Go see Becoming Bond. This movie is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, George Lazenby's story is just crazy, and it's an entertaining movie. It's on mm-hmm. Hulu. It's free if you've got Hulu. Um, but yeah, he bluffed his way into the role. He <laughs> he was a used car salesman from Australia, and he like just went up to the studio when they were doing interviews and just he, he oh he went to the place that sean connery gets his hair cut he got his hair cut like um he <laughs> went to his dry cleaner and he That's, i remember stole hearing about his this. suit and then he went into the interview and with a resume of all these things that he hadn't actually done mm-hmm. wow and uh ended up getting the, a spy exactly yeah mm-hmm. uh got the role was just the producers had like a really hard time with him because he was just like kind of a young Mm-hmm. A little bit of a hippie party guy, and um, and the best thing about it is that they couldn't get him to sign a contract. So throughout the entire production of the movie, they keep coming to him and be like, hey, why don't you sign this? And he's like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not really about money. Like, let's, let's talk about that <laughs> later. Um, and... Uh, and yeah, then at the, after they had filmed it, they were kind of like fed up with him and he had grown his hair out and grown a beard and he wouldn't, they didn't want him to come to the premiere because he didn't mm-hmm. look like Bond anymore. <laughs> and he showed up anyway. And I don't know, the guy's just awesome. Ended up going on to invest in real estate and made more money in his life than Sean mm-hmm. Connery did. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, a lot of the. I mean, it probably used 
some of the same footage. Um, a lot of that is in his DVD in that box set. Mm. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Um, yeah, which... and it's actually out of the movies. It's actually a really good movie. Which one out is of it? them? It, Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Oh. Uh, that one deals. That's the one where he gets married. He marries Tracy. Um, <clears throat> Tracy Bond. Um, and they. Well, yeah. Uh, they call back to that in several movies uh, where they're like, what they calculated from callbacks, they're like, this would make James Bond like 87 in yeah. uh, for your own, for your eyes only. Because uh, there's a little callback to her in that and stuff. So uh, people use those as like touchstones for like calculating how old he'd really be and stuff. But yeah, no, really good movie. Yeah. Um, really gets into the background of his life and stuff and they uh you get kind of invested in them and everything and um i do know she hated him she didn't like working with him either yeah Yeah. did they talk about how she would eat like um what was it liverwurst and onion sandwiches when she was in scenes with him (laughs) so that she'd just have horrible breath like if he had to kiss her or something wow uh because she did not like working with him uh and he also makes fun in the movie at the beginning in the like that opening scene that they always have before the song where he's in the middle of whatever caper he's going in. <laughs> right. uh, he offs the person and then he looks up at the camera and I think it's something along the lines of like you were expecting the other guy, weren't you? And then it goes into his theme yeah, as like a like, little hmm. wink and a nut, you know, the other guy never had to deal with this. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they considered making, when they were doing the switch to him, uh, making a part of it be that he got facial reconstruction mm-hmm. to mm. make him look different because he was too famous as a spy. And then they were just like, eh, just forget mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Which is another, by the time it got to more, uh, they even, I think in one of the movies, they might make a point of everybody knows who you are. <laughs> right. So yeah. you're not really a spy. <laughs> Yeah, and he does, uh, you might have missed it in the background, too. So I was saying, along with the lines, he wanted the name to be boring. He wanted the song to be recognizable, but sort of boring. And so that's a t- English children's song that they'd sing in the schoolyards. Where it kind of moves up and down. It's, I can't remember the name of the song. It's some children's song, and he I just took that. that right off there and turned it into the theme. Um, and he also, he is, what, like, cousins with Christopher Lee? Hmm. And so, yeah, and he, they would get into all this spy stuff, too, and he would get into all of his linguistic stuff, because he was, that's why he wrote The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings was because he, or, not, uh, not, um, now I'm getting, now I'm confusing things up. Uh, yeah, he did those with, yeah, but then... Oh, I'm getting confused now. He was with, he, yeah, his cousin, some kind of cousin is Christopher Lee. Okay, Christopher Lee was in Man with a Golden Gun. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, okay, yeah. And Lord of the Rings. But and they are, Rings. yes, yes. <laughs> I think he was, did he talk, he might have talked with him when he was then going into Lord of the Rings uh, and playing in it. If he was, because I think he was still alive when the first one came out, maybe. We're talking Roger Moore, not Ian Fleming, I guess. I wasn't sure. No, Ian. Ian. When did Ian die? Oh, Fleming died in Ian Holmes? 64, I think. 
Was he back in the 60s? I don't know. I'm getting it. Yeah. Again, it's been a while with the trivia. Yeah. It's all kind of mushed together in my head. I remember he had, yeah, there was lots of neat stuff where they would talk. They wrote letters back and forth, too, I think, that hmm. they talk about spy stuff. Um, I don't know. I remember in his background, he'd talk about that. But Fleming, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Right Fleming now. and Christopher <laughs> Lee would write to each other. Fleming and, yeah, I believe it was those two that did. Again, I'm sure people are going to get on your comments and be like, no, sir. Oh, yeah, the comments are hopping these days. <laughs> it was, in fact. Yeah. Uh. Um, but, okay, yeah, so after the Liza B movie, Sean Connery came back for Diamonds Are Forever, and he got paid more than anybody had ever been paid yes. for the movie. It's like $1.2 or something like that. Wow. And, uh, and he, he always had a contentious relationship with the producers and in that one he was just like okay this isn't even worth all that money i'm done with this and the you know famously came back after uh six more roger moore movies he did never say never again Mm -hmm. um and the story behind that is that he told his wife i'm never doing another james bond movie again and she said never say never again yeah and that's what they used for the title. Yeah. How did they know his wife said that? He told them. Oh. Yeah. That he he I, was you communicating with them. I, <laughs> the filmmakers. So that they, one I actually think they came up with the title after they were working on it. Yeah. Um. Do you have the stuff how that's connected with Thunderball? Yes. Yeah. Oh, and that's the okay. The craziest thing about it is a remake of the movie that he already made. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, that one was like a, what, like a 40-year imbroglio, because the uh, screen, one of the screenplay writers said that he had rights to parts of Thunderball, and it was in litigation for just decades like that, and then he finally got the rights to redo it, and he made Never Say Never Again. So it is. I mean, you could put them next to each other, and they, same plot lines... Is it is it, it like changes same slightly. character names or do they? Yeah, use I believe the most of them James are Bond? the same. Yeah. yeah, they're both James. I know Bond. this ship, the Disco Volante, is the same, and then yes, it is James Bond, and he is. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it is uh, horrible seeing him too because they went back to his like, he had the toupee by I want to say, uh, Goldfinger. It was a toupee already, and. They went back to that, like, 60s Bond hair. Because by oh, Diamonds wow. Are Forever, he had moved into more of a 70s Bond. Right. And then they brought him back. And, I mean, just how they tried to de-age him. Because he was, like, late 60s, I think, by the time of that. No, he was um, 52, actually. And they did actually they did okay. try to play with it a little. Because the only thing that they, the major thing that they changed is that he'd been retired in the movie and he was getting brought back in yes because it had the yeah the the opening sequence is different in that one uh because i think he says at the end of he's like never say never again and then it goes into the song yeah. for that and but at the same time that he was doing that and then roger moore had uh octopussy come out mm-hmm. that yep 83 later that year um moore was three years older than him mm-hmm. and oh wow uh, still playing the young bond um and he's the only one that like 
aged out of it straight up where everybody involved was just like, this isn't working. Um, <laughs> they actually, they did ask him after View to a Kill, they were going to have him do The Living Daylights. And he said, I, I don't want to because well, he, uh, the, um, well, in his, this was an interview he gave. He's like, I don't want to be like something that little, like little girls might think is like ooh, look at that sexy spy and some right. stuff he's like i'm in my late 60s and i don't look good <laughs> yeah. and i shouldn't be doing this anymore uh he said oh so, yeah um when he made a view to a kill which is uh, of the ones that i've seen recently my favorite roger moore movie because it's got christopher walken as the main mm-hmm. villain and then All it's right. got grace jones in it and uh-huh there's a lot of great scenes in it but um <laughs> Uh, Moore decided to end his run there because the the young Bond girl, Tanya Roberts, her mother was on set one day and he realized that his mother was younger than he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said it was just weird to be with the Bond girls. He didn't feel right anymore because yeah. he was so he's like, I'm wrinkled and stuff. I don't want that to be on there. He seems like a pretty stand up dude. And... Oh, he was. He did. I think I still have it. So he, uh... it came up when he died. It was in the comments of one of the ones I was looking at. And there was this kid who saw him in an airport. And he said to his dad, that's James Bond. And um, so they went over to him and he was like um, acting like he was Roger Moore and stuff. Because there were people taking photos and everything. And the kid came up to him after, and he's like, but you're James Bond. And he's like, yeah, I am, kid. But I'm actually, uh, because I'm a spy, I'm acting like I'm this person named Roger Moore. Because the kid was really young, so he told him this whole story. And, like, 20 years later or something, uh, he wrote back to him about when his dad died, I think it was, in it. And he kind of was saying it as Roger Moore, and then he wrote him a letter and was like, Actually, I am James Bond, because if you remember, I remember seeing you in the airport however many years before, and he called back all of that and everything, and he was like, this is the most amazing person I have ever met in my life, and I know I'm garbling that up somewhat if I looked at the uh, text that I have saved in my photos, but I was just, that made me just love Roger Moore as a person when I read that about him. Yeah, but but then he killed that kid because he didn't kill his father. Right, 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 right. He had to, had to follow through with it. Um, uh, but yeah, I I had read that the producers were worried about him aging out. I don't know mm-hmm. how true it is, and they had approached Timothy Dalton for several of the movies prior to when they mm-hmm. actually ended up working with him, um, and he kept being busy. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, yeah, he screen tested for Honor Majesty's Secret Service mm-hmm. and turned it down because he thought he was too young himself. So he went back all the way to that. And then there were a few movies in between there where he was just too busy. Um, yeah, I don't, I remember seeing the Dalton ones when I was little, but I didn't really I haven't watched them lately. They had hard, they had really hard plots to follow too. The Living Daylights. It, to try and explain that one. I mean, it's like you're rescuing some mid-level 
Russian. Was he Russian in that one? He knew like some secrets, and he was like the the same as like an accountant in the government. And you were trying to get him from some other Russian guy that was also being played by the guy who uh, worked with M in earlier movies, I think, or he became M later. No, he became M later when the original M died after that. Hmm. Um, but you see him, and he's a Russian, uh, like, official guy in that one. But just the plot line of that one is so hard to figure out because Bond kind of had his own storyline in it. And the, I don't know. And then the second one was supposed to be an over-the-top, just lots of explosions and stuff in it. And it just... He was too calm and stuff hmm. in it for it to work, I think. I've never seen any of the Timothy Dalton ones. Yeah, it's they're just the two of them. He only did yeah, two. Yeah, it's just the two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good movie title. You only do two. You only do two. <laughs> that's yeah, they even tried to they tried what... to change the uh, branding in the movies a little bit, like the 007 logo. They were trying to do this other thing with it, mm. and it never none of nothing from those caught on. They, uh, the, the Timothy Dalton's wife said, you only do two. And they were going to use that for the third movie. Right. But then right. they only did two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always like Timothy Dalton as an actor. I don't know what he's mm-hmm. like as a person, but he, uh, you know, he appears in uh, hot fuzz. Um, oh, yeah, he's great. In mm-hmm. that. And, and then, and Dr. Who, and then, um, uh, Pierce Brosnan appears in, uh, World's End. Oh uh, yeah, and I feel I thought that some one of the Bonds also appeared in um, Shaun of the Dead, but I, I I couldn't. I thought that was a fact that there's a Bond in each of those movies, but I think that's I, that maybe guy not true. From Coldplay's in it. <laughs> I don't know. Daniel Craig is one of the stormtroopers in the the one that is holding. Um, What's her name? The three that I would like to forget from Disney. Um, what's her name? The main character when she's uh, being held and he's that stormtrooper in there. He just said, I have always loved Star Wars and I really want to be in this. <laughs> and if you listen, you're like, yeah, that is Daniel Craig's voice. <laughs> oh, wow. Force Awakens, is what I think trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so who's up to Dalton? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Pierce Brosnan, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goldeneye was the first movie in the franchise that wasn't based on one of Ian Fleming's books. Yes. Oh. Um, and then uh, I think the rest of them until Casino Royale uh, are all original stories. Yes. Um, but they actually had to change the story for... Goldeneye because um, True Lies was coming out at the same time and they heard about it and it turned out they had a lot of plot similarities. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, we can't not talk about the video game. I feel like our generation uh, Goldeneye the game is almost as responsible for continuing the Bond legacy as any of the movies of that period. Like, that just became the thing that everybody played couch multiplayer for, like, years. Mm. Nope, Drew's shaking his head. No, I have, I have played it maybe half of one time. I mean, I never... I didn't have a yeah. Nintendo 64. I've had a 
Genesis, and then I kind of stopped with video games. I yeah. played the single-player campaign, you know, all the way through. Really loved it. And I was... Yeah. I think there was maybe one birthday party where I played the multiplayer and was terrible at it. Uh, and mm. and so I've never, never got never Never played this the, again. <laughs> pretty much how I was. <laughs> yeah. Hair. Never play this again. That's another good Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Game. <laughs> uh, but no, Nick, I think... Eric, Eric how, how old are you? Here we 44. go. 44. 44? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, there's that idea. Oh, well. Adam... <laughs> if you're born on March 23rd, 1979, you played a lot of uh, mm-hmm. GoldenEye. Oh, you did play Adam. Okay. Oh, yeah. I thought I was oh, just no, getting all... shut out here. <laughs> no, no, no. No, my... Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I had tons of friends that played the multiplayer just hours and hours and hours and i'm like okay i sit there and watch them sometimes but i'm like i i would have rather played the single campaign one where there's like a plot and stuff yeah Yeah, i just those games where like all the ones out now where you're kind of doing that that golden eye was kind of the first one to do that yeah i just i get bored in those really quickly and i just don't care Oh, I was never any good at it, and I that, would get also frustrated that. very quickly. Yeah. Uh, but I also didn't own an N64, so I had to go to people's houses to play it. But mm. I'd go there, and I enjoyed it, and I would just lose miserably, and then not want to play it again, but I would play it again. Yeah. Again for hours and hours, and just lose miserably for hours and hours, and then be like, I don't like this. Yeah. And then do it again probably the next weekend. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's still a very popular game. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We we kind of skipped over talking about like the classic evil henchman, like Jaws and Oddball. Right. Uh, this <laughs> well, I figured we going back. Oh, to yeah, the we, ball we have to. This, this Isn't it an odd job? Uh, odd job yes. was from uh, Goldfinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said Oddball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> odd job. But yeah, in the GoldenEye game, everybody who played it multiplayer had the same experience where they had a friend who would only play his odd job because he's shorter and has like <laughs> less hitbox area. And so it was probably, sh- was it short Nick? I what? think it was short. It was short Nick that would short play. Nick. Uh, he played oddball <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Yeah. He'd play oddball and <laughs> yeah. Uh, but You're a real oddball. I, short Nick. I think that, that was one of the, uh, that's the 24th uh, Bond movie. Uh, you know Roger Moore gets known for being the campy one and Mm. Pierce Brosnan has the invisible car but really Sean Connery I think jumped the shark I think Goldfinger is ridiculous it's a good Mm -hmm. movie but it's I mean just the fact that when he you know wakes up and the woman's been killed by Mm -hmm. being covered in paint uh, she just died by the way too Oh, did she? Yeah, she was covered in paint. But, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It amazes me that they say that she died from, um, what are they, skin suffocation? Yeah. Yeah. Uh Yeah, Yeah. because you have to breathe through your skin. And it's just like, (laughs) that is the dumbest way to commit murder. (laughs) And he's sleeping next to her. Yeah, why did they do it to him? Uh,. Because it's James Bond. Yeah. They do it to... uh, Yeah, because he was cheating. He he picked up on... Goldfinger was cheating at cards, and 
he oh. saw that he was because he was watching him and so he gets it so that he loses the hand and she was the one that was uh helping she's the oh. one that was helping him cheat yeah she she was watching through a uh yes. glass and, and talking yes to and a, he yeah yeah, and he comes over, and of course he's like, "I'm James Bond," and in two minutes she's in bed with him. Yeah. So uh, that was uh, to show Goldfinger's power. Yeah, that also had the uh, scene where he's going to split him in half with a laser beam. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Wait, we need to finish talking about Bond first. We're doing the other stuff. What? You need to finish talking about all the Bonds. We are. Oh, we're Daniel still Craig. talking about the Bonds. All right. Uh, did you think I jumped a gold member? Yeah, I no. <laughs> no, I just said we're talking about uh, Pierce Brosnan. All of a sudden, we're talking about. I I, right. w- I went back a little bit. I'm sorry. Um, That's fine. No, you're fine. You're, you're up. Oh you're, you're no, fun. you you're excited to get to the movies that you've seen, and you're like, we almost got <laughs> maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, it's like I can like contribute something. Yeah, it seems like the Pierce Brosnan movies got worse every time. Oh um, yeah. And the invisible car was the worst. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the invisible car. Which one is that in? The world is not enough. That's the Christmas uh, one, right? No, oh, okay. that's uh, Die, Die Another, Die another day. day. Yeah, that's yeah. Die Another Day. That, yeah, the guy can't feel pain or something yes. like that. Yes, I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. Uh, there you go. Yeah. I don't. I yeah. I think maybe I didn't Wait. see that one. No, the guy who can't feel pain. His world is not enough. The Which Die, Die Another Day is uh, with Halle Berry as Jinx. Johnson, and mm. I don't. I don't even remember. Oh, he's a diamond mogul. Uh, development mm. of an international space station. I don't know. It was terrible. But um, was, no, yeah, because he was the one that he has diamonds in his face. Ooh, yeah. Uh, but I thought that was the guy that couldn't feel. Am I mixing two of them together? You're mixing them together. Yeah. Okay, maybe. The guy that couldn't feel is also a good name. I just remember he drove it in James the uh, that ice castle they make in Sweden. Yeah, and they, uh, they designed the set, and then the yes. director said, hey, I want to do a car chase in here. And yeah. the set builders were like, you could have told me that before I spent uh-huh. a million dollars building the See, set. See, you should watch these movies on DVD. <laughs> All oh, of yeah. this fun stuff is in there, yeah. Uh, so they had to rebuild the whole set so that it could be structurally safe to do a car chase scene and but... Um, and then uh, Halle Berry's character, they had a, planned on having do spinoff movies. Mm. And around huh. that same time, uh, this is fucking Hollywood. Uh, Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle, and Tomb Raider, Cradle of Life both did mediocre at the theaters. Oh. And they were like, you know what? Never mind. Man. Uh, uh, and actually... Did you see the James Bond news today? No. No. All right. So just as we're going to the Daniel Craig uh, era, um, what's her name? Uh, Lashana Lynch uh, is the woman in the uh, new movie No Time to Die coming out that is playing a double O agent. And there had been like rumors for a while that she was going to possibly replace Daniel Craig. Mm -hmm. And yeah. she did an interview just today that she said that she's going to, in the movie, become the next 007. So I'm assuming that they're going to try huh. to continue spinning that off. But That's a yeah, major Yeah, I mean, that was always though. the... Well, that was, said, that was very well known for a long time. Wait, but they, a were, spoiler. they were How denying it, well though. Known? 
I mean, they've. So they should not have. They should have kept that. So you only learn it in the movie. Yeah, there was tons of backlash to from it. And say, I am the next James Bond. Right, right. <laughs> no, um, she. The movie originally, I think it's gone through extensive rewrites now because they got this lucky is, with, this is with COVID. This and... Malik. Yes. The villain, yes. right? Um, mm-hmm. Which, watch him in, um, uh, God, what's the name of Mr. his? Mr. Robot. Yeah. But, oh, I loved Mr. Robot. I, by the way, I can never remember names of things or people or whatever. Uh, I'm but, Drew. Yeah, originally it was supposed to be, <laughs> right, thanks, Drew. It was very much um, um, like women's liberation and stuff that's kind of coming out now and everything. And they painted him very much in the light of like, you're a has-been and you were a womanizer and everything. And he really gets like shot down and just trashed in the movie. And it was bombing in like uh, viewing groups and stuff Hmm. because of that. And so they were like, Oh, we're not going to, we're not going to do it now because theaters aren't doing great. And Really, they wanted to extensively rewrite it so that he doesn't look so horrible in it. But yeah, that was always a thing. They're trying to reinvent this right. for current day where let's have a woman in in place for it. A woman? Yeah, for a while it was, so uh, was going to be Idris Elba for a while. I wish I would have. I was excited about that. Yeah, Wait. I would have watched that. Oh, it's Hang not on. happening. I just did uh, a no. major... James Bond reference that neither of you caught. Go uh, do it again. I said a woman, which is a quote from. <laughs> it might be Moonraker. I, I don't know where <laughs> James Bond is waiting to meet to talk to some doctor or a scientist or something. Oh, and he's and surprised. It, oh, the, Moonraker. Yeah. And the person um, comes in and it's a woman and he goes, a Yeah. Woman. <laughs> yes. Only, she hates him. She hates him in it. But then he wins I, her by the end. I only know this because it was on a different, uh, on a radio show actually that I used to listen to where they talked about that moment and it really cracked me up. And, and now anytime someone says a woman in my head, I go, a you woman. Drew, you've said that a hundred times. <laughs> in our, I've heard you said hundred times. Yeah, I probably said it many times on this podcast. <laughs> yes, that was in Moonraker. So let's talk about the the Daniel Craig ones for Adam's benefit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adam, Go ahead, Adam. Seeing it for the first time, did you did you see it when it was in theaters? Yeah, yeah, I've seen all all the new ones in in theaters. And was that your so. first full Bond film? Well, it's it's fu- so yes, but it's funny. I don't. So those of you who do know me and know, actually don't know me that well, but I'm a, I'm a pop culture connoisseur, and I and I love movies, and when I took Kelly, not Kelly, um, to go see Casino Royale, uh, she had never seen any James Bond movie, period. And you hadn't either. And I was like, say what? And you had not either? Right. But but I was like, you've never seen a James Bond movie? Which, oh, my gosh. Which, you's all, like, which you had also never seen. Right. Exactly. But, but um, you were still, you were still, you've never seen them? You know how I am. <laughs> That sounds just, right. This is incredible to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, and she didn't want to go, and I was like, "Oh, you got to! They're, they're such a good movie." He's um, never <laughs> <seen>. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, 
yeah, so I was like, oh, man, we got to see this movie. You're going to love it, blah, blah, blah. So we went to Casino Royale, and she did love it, and it was an excellent movie. Um, and she was like, what other good James Bond movies are yeah, there? Yeah, what are the other – Adam, tell me about the other great well, James Bond films. I've I've tried to convince her to watch some of the other <laughs> ones um, to, to no avail. Uh, I tried to well, get the boys to watch some of the other oh, ones you, to no avail. You can only play it three times. That's my favorite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Her Majesty's got a secret <laughs> service. <laughs> and there's Moonfinger. Those are the three. Right. Moonfinger. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, it, what, you know, as you know, growing up, I always wanted to watch these movies, but I was told that they were too violent and they were uh, directed towards women, so therefore I was not allowed to watch them. They were uh, right, and then that yeah, not, and not inaccurate. Kelly was like, Kelly was like, I don't want to watch these movies because James Bond is a womanizer, and I don't like that. But does she feel like, that he's not a womanizer in the new ones? Correct. Because I, I would argue that point heavily. Oh. I mean, they no, he falls in love with Vesper Lynn in the first movie. Yeah, he falls they in definitely love. He settles down. Make him a lot more. Uh, sensitive and i mean if you you, Uh, let me just point out that in quant or no in in skyfall he meets a woman who is uh basically a prostitute who's against her will um and she's like yeah these guys they use me and they they make me you know have sex with them all that stuff and then what he does next is quote unquote seduces her so this woman who has been sexually abused for much of her life Bond's answer to, you know, helping her out is to prey upon that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fair. So I would argue he's definitely a womanizer in these new yeah. movies. But he grows into being a womanizer. He starts <laughs> out as a sensitive guy. <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah, we've, we've really liked him. We've, we've shown the boys uh, uh, Casino Royale and Quantum and uh, probably sometime when I can get the whole family tied down, we'll, start, we'll show them Skyfall. So The idea was to get them, I'll get them all caught up with all the new movies to watch um, oh, then Dying the next Twice one. Sucks uh, in, in theaters. <laughs> what is the new one called? No Time Did to we Die. Did we already say? No Time to Die. No yeah. Time That's to Die. That's the one. Which we were talking about uh them trying to keep her becoming 007 a secret uh they also seem to be uh trying to keep rami malik's character being dr noah secret but like i didn't know that i mean it doesn't matter to you because adam you've never seen dr (laughs) no I mean, they are trying yeah, with Spectre. They were trying to reboot the whole thing because Spectre yeah. is is the the evil conglomerate that James right. Bond is always fighting in the uh, in the Sean Connery ones, and all the way into kind of peters out around the Roger Moore era. Um, but yeah, because Vesper Lind and all of the oh, what were the that shady group in there was kind of that was supposed to be the new Spectre. Mm-hmm. And it got too confusing, so then they tried to shoehorn it back into Spectre um, by that movie to kind of reboot everything. Yeah, but the problem yeah, is, Spectre like the definitely... people who would get those callbacks are going to be pretty old and probably not <laughs> the 
the greatest group to watch the new ones and people that watch the new ones wouldn't get the callbacks probably so well i didn't wasn't money penny in the first one or the second one but she wasn't money penny and she was uh just she was just called eve that's right and yeah. And then in the next movie, she was Money Penny, and then they tried to say that Christoph Waltz wasn't Blofeld, and then he was Blofeld. Mm-hmm. It's all yeah. like that second Star yeah. Wars or Star Trek movie where they're right. like, "This is definitely isn't Khan. Yeah, it's definitely it not is. Khan." Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's Khan. Yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, yeah. So to that, you know, again, I know enough about the old movies, even not seeing them, to like know what Spectre is and all that kind of stuff. But someone like Kelly, who has absolutely no idea. A lot of those do fall completely flat. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, he's Blofeld. She's like, I don't know. Okay, yeah. What is, right. should, should, should that mean something? Right. I'm like, well, yeah, it's, uh, she's like, okay. Why? Yeah, because you don't, in the, in the Sean Connery ones, you don't even see, let's see, in the second movie from Russia with Love, you see him petting a cat mm-hmm. and you're right. introduced to, you see his bald head and you're like, this is Blofeld. And I believe not till is it like you only maybe no not thunderball maybe and you only live twice uh you finally see him and then and they drop him in a smokestack well that's much later yeah yeah, yeah so that's supposed to be him that they're dropping it and the thing where he says i'll buy you a delicatessen apparently was like a big thing that was like some jewish thing i think like it was a big deal if you could buy a delicatessen because when he's falling down the smokestack he says that and everybody's like what does that mean and somebody actually looked it up and they're like this was kind of a common thing and it was like a big deal if you were like i'll buy you a delicatessen Hmm. but it's the weirdest thing for him to say but uh yeah you meet him like the second movie then you finally in like the fourth or fifth you see that he's behind all the people he's been fighting in the other movies um and then he switched, the people that play him switched like three times at that point. Because uh, with Roger Moore, you get Telly Savalas is the best one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, you're bald. And Live and Let Die. <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, the the new ones, I mean, I was kind of giving them crap, but they are my favorite. Um, I find them to be really rewatchable. Even Quantum of Solace, I. Uh, I think Quantum Solace is great. I think out of Spectre is the is the elite, is the weakest. Um, Quantum Solace, when if, if you watch them like back to back to back to oh, back, yeah. Quantum Solace holds up really, really kind well. Kind of just the second half of Casino Royale. They like start from it, the beginning yeah. and go right into it yeah. and continue the plot. Um, and it was just yeah, that, that one had a hard plot to follow too. I think out of them, yeah. it was because yeah. it was it was the one that was moving pieces into play. And that's yeah. And that's when they were kind of thinking, oh, should we rejigger this storyline and go back to Spectre? They were kind of already in that mood as that one was coming out because people were having a hard time following that new uh, the plot line for the new group that was the big henchman mm-hmm. of everything. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, his are good though. And he was playing closer to the books as well. Right. Like, yeah. Even though they're made up story a lot, you know, he was, he was trying to do him an homage, you know, the, homage the to the original character. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, all right, let's wrap it up. Um, are we all in agreement that we're not going to watch a 007 with a black woman in it? Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, of course, say that because uh, I, I'm kidding, and there's a lot of hate for any yeah. change. Insane. I, yeah. I, I've seen so many discussions about what defines Bond. Yeah. And I think the the Britishness... Oh my God! Have you guys, Eric? Yeah, but none of them, none of the, none of them are British, Scottish, Australian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, but because pure well, presence, Irish. Uh... You know, Connery was trying to play English, and uh, and then actually after the the movie came out, Ian Fleming changed his backstory or added a backstory that his his father was Scottish uh, in the books. So that's kind of canon, and the Australian yes, because guy... he does in Honor Majesty's Secret Service when he's getting married, he wears his kilt. Yeah, and uh, the their coat of arms is "The World Is Not Enough." Yeah. Uh, that's where they get the title for that movie. Oh. Um, but yeah, I loved when when everyone was talking about Idris Elba. I thought that was great. Um, yeah, that would. Awesome. Oh yeah, I think he would have been an awesome James Bond. And I think I am not. You could put whoever in there as long as they play a good James Bond. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I don't care who yeah. it is. I mean, if well, they're good at, at acting, go for it. I mean, right. I'm not one of those ones that's, that's like, it's got to be exactly the same. Because they even, they in the Pierce Brosnan ones, they were making fun of the fact that he is anachronistic and he is a relic and stuff. And they keep bringing that up in the, the new ones, you know, all the Daniel Craig ones. He's always right. like off and away because they're like you're not what a spy is anymore which is the whole franchise making fun of itself but um i don't know well yeah if if what they're actually trying to do though is not to have a new james bond but to have a new 007 and to expand that universe yeah i, I would be down for that and yeah yeah totally yeah uh we've had 50 years of James Bond. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know that it'll... I don't think it'll go anywhere. Because uh, I do think enough of the fan base would be like, no way, never. Yeah. And definitely I, think I think they'll try one. And then... Yeah, they might try one. Yeah. yeah. But... Yeah, because they do. I mean, we've been in... Uh, from Russia with Love introduces us to 12 double O's, I believe. Because mm. he comes into me. Because double O is just, oh. uh, that's your license to I kill. I think it's right? just seven. I think he's the last one in and he sits at the seventh seat. Is it seven? Yeah. I thought it was 12 in that one. But you only see like the backs of back. their heads and stuff. You don't actually. Yeah. Have... You don't really see yeah. them. Uh, he does there throughout the movies. There are other ones that he talked like Sean Bean. Sean Bean yeah, was double O. Double O. Um, he does talk to. There's like little throwaway lines and stuff where he'll talk to some other ones. Nothing major. And then there is a there's a guy from uh, in the Roger Moore ones. He was a guy sitting on the beach in. Um, let me see. Spy loved me then. Then four years. Yeah. He starts in The Spy Who Loved Me, and he does this double take, and he was just some random guy, and they liked that, and they got it on film. So then he shows up in uh, 
Moonraker and For Your Eyes Only. Like, I know in For Your Eyes Only, he shows up when he, he's driving the Lotus out of the water on the beach, and then it turns back into the car, and he just looks at him then. It's the same guy in the three movies. Oh, yeah, I remember uh, Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, and then there, there was, like, an early draft of of Skyfall that they were considering, because, you know, there's all these, like, fan theories about how all of the characters are in the same continuity, but they're just different 007s. And so they were considering trying to get Connery and Moore back to, like, when he returned to his home, that they were going to have this reunion of Bonds. But I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah, that would have been weird. Oh, I like and it. there was an early draft of Dr. No where Dr. <laughs> no was a monkey. Um, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> they should have kept that. All right, Eric, thank you for coming and joining us. Yeah. Uh, um. It's good to finally have you here after 40 years of trying to get you on. Hey, there you go. <laughs> you were always busy, and oh. we kept having to yeah, Right, 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 right. The last yeah. minute I got called back for one more season of yeah. uh, Remington Steel. Yeah. I'm the <laughs> Timothy Dalton of the archive, and I'm leaving, and oh, you can keep yeah. going from now on. <laughs> um, can we, on our way out, can we say who our favorite uh, Bond villain is? Yeah. Ooh. All right, so we'll we'll each say our favorite, and then we're gonna that'll end. We'll whoever's last say in the archive, and that'll be yeah. It. You say yeah. to put it in the archive, and that'll be it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first. All right. Um. Uh, I don't have one, so I'll just say <laughs> oddball. Odd job. I gotta go. Wait, odd, odd job. Yeah. No, yes. mine is oddball. Okay, you, I wasn't sure if you did it on purpose because I couldn't remember which one was which. But... Uh, I got to go with Jaws. Uh, wait, no. Uh, he ended up being a good guy in the end. He did. He was in two movies. and no. He was not... in two. Because people loved him so much they brought him back. Yeah. I thought he was a bad guy the whole time through. Uh, in that case, I changed it to Christopher Walken. He he is a good one. I do like him. Um, I I like I I don't know. I like Drax in, in Moonraker, just because he was like he was this calm guy that was just like completely crazy underneath it all, and he would just be sitting there and acting really calm and be like, eh, "I'm gonna kill you" and stuff to Bond throughout the movie and. I just, I don't know, I really liked that part about him. Um, mm, what's, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to uh, I'm going to go with Boris from Goldeneye. Nice. Because I thought it was really cool when he typed on with one hand on his keyboard. That's it. <laughs> And uh, let's put it in the archive. 